Mama, a word that we all know, a word some of us hear a thousand times a day, and some are anxiously waiting for. It's a title accompanied by immense joy, deep loss, and hearty laughter. We love Mamas. We love your strength and your sacrifice. We honor your easy days and the days where you hide in your closet. Because we have them too. We know that moms need moms. That's where we come in. And the best part is, you can show up in your messy buns and your sweatpants and we'll never know. In fact, we're probably in ours too. We hear you and we want to connect with you. This is your community. We want you to know that motherhood is important. Motherhood is valuable. The work you do each day matters. So welcome to our sisterhood. Welcome to our circle. Welcome Welcome to to the the mamahood. Hello and welcome to the Mamahood Podcast Season 2. It has been a long, long break, Um, but during the break we had a lot of big life transitions, including a new baby for OBS and a new pregnancy for me. We are grateful for your patience as we've navigated the phases of the first trimester as well as the phase of postpartum for Aubrey. (laughs) We are also grateful for your patience as we work tirelessly to bring you a whole new season of amazing content and conversations. Over the last few months, we thoughtfully and prayerfully brought on three new co-hosts who will be series regulars this season. We were able to record all of our content with them and get the season ready to go. We know that you are going to love them. This season, we are bringing on Natalie Goobler, Rochelle Valenzuela, and Eden Lee. Um, I will link their Instagram accounts in the show notes so you can go and look them up and get to know them. But this season, we also recorded so many amazing interviews with other people as well whose voices need to be heard. Motherhood is important, and this year, more than any other especially, We want you to feel like you belong to something and that you belong here. We want to bring you meaningful conversations that inspire you sometimes, but mostly just give you someone to hang out with during the day-to-day of caring for your little ones. I am absolutely humbled to be taking over as owner of the Mamahood while Aubrey focuses more energy on Anya Project, which I'll have her explain in a minute. Um, And together, we plan to merge the two platforms as a way to help moms feel more support and more loved. So, please be forgiving of any mentions in our episodes that are outdated. We did record things in advance, and we'll do our best to keep things current, but occasionally, you may hear something that could have been said a couple of months ago. We're moms, and we're just doing our best. (laughs) So, without further ado, I would like to welcome Aubrey to the show for our first Anya-sponsored episode. Hi, Obs. Hello. <laughs> so, before we dive in, Aubrey, what inspired you to create Anya and just bring it to the moms in the momhood community? Yeah, so what's so crazy, I was thinking about this today, is one of the very first episodes me and Mary ever recorded, we dove into postpartum depression and anxiety. And we Mm -hmm. shared our stories and we did this big um, episode that I felt like so many people resonated with and listened to. And that day, like just sparked something inside of me that I was like, I have got to do something more about this whole topic. Yeah. And honestly, like all of our episodes that have had to do with like the mental or the emotional side of being a mom, like even when we've dove into like comparison or motherhood loneliness or 
Um, and then of course, like fatigue and postpartum depression and stuff like all these episodes have been some of the ones that the most people have listened to the most people have responded to or said impacted them. And so we know that this is like content that you guys really want and really need. And so we, that's mostly why we want to just dedicate like, um, a lot of episodes once a month, we want to dedicate an episode to this. Okay. So we just ended a pretty depressing year, but which has been kind of nice. I feel like it's been kind of nice to start fresh mm-hmm. um, minus the few political things that have been happening. But yeah. I just feel like we've had a depressing year all around for pretty much everybody. But, you know, a lot of people go through either seasonal depression or just seasons in their life that's full of depression, um, whether it means it's like winter or you're trying to have babies or you're in the trenches of having babies, or I don't know, maybe your husband works a lot. There's so many different seasons that feel really hard sometimes. And so we wanted to kind of dive in tonight. Um, just five simple things you can do every day to kind of combat those different seasons. Yeah. And so we wanted to kind of start with both sharing, um, like a season, that felt a little depressing. I have a friend who, who really, really struggles with seasonal depression, like to the point where she wants to move to like Hawaii or somewhere. And I know a lot of people who feel that way. I don't, I don't really struggle with seasonal depression. Um, and I'm really grateful for that because I know that it's really common, but I have, um, had really hard depressing seasons of life. Um, and, I'd say just throwing my mind back to one that instantly stands out. I think about the season like right after my last baby, Emmy, was born. And that was probably like my um, – and I guess it was cold and kind of wintry at that time, which didn't help because we couldn't really go outside. But um, And you had crazy fatigue <clears throat> stuff happening yeah, too. Yeah, that's what it was for me. And it it was like – a beyond level of fatigue than I have ever experienced. And if you go back and listen to our episode from literally two years ago, um, I talked about how it just felt like a prison being in that level of fatigue and um, everything just felt like gray. Like I felt like just looking around me, the whole world just felt like there was a literal like filter over my eyes that this like fatigue was causing this literally the world just felt depressing and sad. And I even just at times would just like, I felt like I wasn't even in my own mind. Like I was just kind of walking around functioning, but I wasn't present at all with what was going on around me. Like I would. Or giving the cashier your wipe (laughs) instead of a credit card. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Like I handed someone a baby wipe when they asked for my credit card or Um, I several times drove to like old houses we had lived in instead of driving to our current home. Like I just, um, I'm amazed that I never like left my kid in the car for too long or did anything that was like serious damage, you know? But, um, so that was a time for me that definitely looking back on feels like a season of darkness for me. What about you? Yeah, I remember that. That's so hard. And I think as moms, that fatigue is like a serious thing. You know, you hear about, I mean, we joke about the wipe incident, but like Mm -hmm. 
think crazy things happen. Like if you're, if your mental state is not good and you're fatigued and you have all the stuff going, I mean, how do we, I just, there's so many things that happen that moms accidentally do like accidentally leave their baby in the cart or something, you know? And I think mm-hmm. I have no blame for that mom because she's probably so tired, you know? And I think that is where we need to find help. That's where, yeah. that is where we need to figure out ways to help ourselves because it is hard. It is super foggy. You nailed it on the head when you were like, everything just feels so great. Mm-hmm. And I think so many moms can relate to that because it's miserable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and a lot of times we're just in survival mode and it feels like it's going to last forever. Well, and I haven't even gone back to read my journal from that time because I know for a fact that there are a couple of instances that happened that were so like traumatic for me because they could have been really bad, but I have literally, I don't even know. And you would know more about this having done like all the studying you've done, but I've like blocked them from my memory. So to where I can recall that something happened that I'm not (laughs) remembering, but I've just blocked it. And thankfully everybody is okay. And like nothing was too serious, but I, like I genuinely even have memories that I just can't remember from that period of life, you know? Yeah. Well, it's scary because you're, you're like halfway there. You're trying to keep all these little humans alive and to have like, you had, I think like diagnosed fatigue, like you had serious fatigue, I think more so than a lot of moms do. But I think in general, moms can totally relate to the Mm -hmm. fatigue and and how hard it is with that too. So Three I love kids, that. man. The third kid. <laughs> yeah, the third. And all of a yeah. sudden it's like, We're I can't function. I know. <laughs> turn, I've heard though that four zombies. I've, I've heard after three, it's all the same. So maybe four won't be too. Oh my gosh. Hard. Please bless. As I'm having a contraction like right now. So. Oh no. Oh no. Aubrey. So, um, I have them way early. It's so weird. Anyway. So I would say my. Gosh, I have it. I have depression and anxiety in so many different forms, but, um, and it comes and goes. So I don't feel like I'm a depressed person constantly, but I have, I think I get seasonal depression. So we live in a warmer climate, um, which honestly has blown me away at how different Mm. I am. Like in the wintertime, I'm, I just have, I just don't feel so where we used to live. I felt like winter lasted like six months and it was really hard for me to even, go outside when it's cold. And so, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's why we, that's why we had to move South, but I think it kind of has just come into my life in different times. So I have gotten baby blues or, um, different hard seasons. Like when we were going through our miscarriages, I felt like that was a hard season. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I think hard, hard can mean different things, but depression, can come and go too. So you could be going through something hard, feel depressed for like a day and then come out of it. But there are times some people go through where it just feels constantly dark, constantly gloomy and constantly just really hard. So there's a huge spectrum of what depression actually is, but I think these five ways kind of will help jumpstart our minds into some kind of help because there comes a point where you're just like, okay, I just need like I just need something. I need something to help me get out of this funk. So I think these five things will kind of help go into that. Yeah. Yeah. 
I agree. I didn't know you had such bad seasonal depression. Like I knew you didn't like winter and stuff, but it's such a common thing. And I've been really surprised to learn of more and more people who like genuinely get into a hormonal low when it's cold and dark and gloomy outside. Yes. And well, and the days are short. Crazy. Like it just feels, mm-hmm. it's hard. It's so mm-hmm. weird. I, I do struggle with nighttime anxiety. And so I haven't ever really thought about maybe, maybe my anxiety is worse when the nights seem longer, but I, I definitely don't mind winter. And so to me, that's even more of a testimony of like, yeah, that's a real thing when people struggle with that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Or anyway. to even hear you say like, you don't mind winter. I'm mm-hmm. just like, oh my gosh, what would that feel like? <laughs> because I, I really don't like it. Like I, yeah. I, we like to come up and do like snow for a week, but that's about all I can do. <laughs> well, I'm glad. And but, Aubrey lives in like the cutest, like, I feel like you're right up next to like some really pretty rocks and everything exactly where you're at. So I feel like it's just like the perfect place for you. Yeah. That's been, that's been so good for sure. Anyway. Okay. Let's dive into those five ways. Okay. So the first one, we kind of mentioned this too, but just sunshine. So even if you do live in a colder climate, um, so when I, I, I mean, I lived up North my whole life, like for 25 years, I lived in a a long winter year, you know? Mm -hmm. And so when I would go through like postpartum depression or things like that, I really, I really needed to get outside. Even if it was like bundle up and let the sun shine on your face, Mm -hmm. like it does wonders. So if there's one thing that you're just like, okay, I just need one thing today to help me just not feel so down try to find the sun. If it's, if it's cloudy that day, still get some fresh air. I just feel like it's something that everybody needs. We all need a little bit more vitamin D. So I'm spoiled where we live now because I, there's so much sunshine here, but I, Mm -hmm. for sure, there's still ways to get it. And I remember in like the college days when we'd be studying during wintertime and we would rent like those lights that you could just like put up while you're studying. It's like the UV, whatever it is. Uh And I think there's just so much truth to that. Like everybody needs, everybody needs sunshine. So that's the first one. Well, and even just vitamin D, like you were saying, like I upped my vitamin D intake through just like a pill form. And that did a lot for me mentally. And so maybe if you do live in like a super gloomy climate, even just increasing Um, like my doctor told me you can't overdose on vitamin D and anything extra will just be like your body will dispose of it naturally. And so like just up your intake of it and, um, see if that helps you too, you know? Yeah. Okay. The second one is to move your body. Um, and we know that it's really hard to physically do (laughs) when you're in these seasons of depression or sadness like sometimes it's like the hardest thing to do honestly is to want to like force yourself to get up and move your body but we're not talking like go to a high fitness class necessarily like even just going out for a walk um or just doing like a stretch stretching of any sort is really really good to just get your blood pumping and circulating up to your brain and helping you to feel like you're alive. (laughs) Um, 
My favorite way to move my body is to hike. And um, this summer when I was struggling with like a lot of depression and a lot of um, grief, um, hiking was literally like my coping mechanism because it was during 2020, so I couldn't go to the gym and we couldn't really like gather with people to do anything. Um, Like I couldn't go to yoga classes and stuff. So I kind of just turned to hiking and honestly it was the best like it's basically combining like movement and then also sunshine and fresh air and nature and so I feel like if you can get out outside and move your body then that's going to be a really really good um combination but if not even just moving around in your house is great totally and I think a lot of the things we're talking about are pretty obvious but I think bringing them up just Mm -hmm. help you remember them the next time so like for instance if you were to just sit here and we like sit up like we like Marin sit up straighter right now or like put your shoulders back right now like Mm -hmm. your body if you can physically move your body you start to feel different so if you Mm -hmm. are here slunching and you're tired and you're acting tired and you're going to lay in your lay on your couch tired you're going to be tired Mm -hmm. but or you're going to be depressed but if you can even if you're listening right now and you just physically like move your shoulders back stand up taller like your brain will think differently to be like, okay, I'm. It's gonna be okay today. I'm gonna do it. I'm do. I'm doing okay today. Or popping on some music. Like it's crazy to me how much you can shift your energy just by moving your body. So if that means you do like a random set of jumping jacks just to feel different, your energy in your body will completely shift. And I think it's yeah. just like such a dumb, easy thing, but to actually do it will make that change and sometimes we just have to be we sometimes we just have to remind ourselves to do it yeah 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 so I agree and um like what you said about even just changing the way that you're like sitting yeah can totally be a huge or your thing. posture or how you yeah. are looking at things I don't know I just think it's we don't really look at our how our bodies really are unless someone took a picture of us all the time but our bodies give we just soak in the energy that we are in. So if people are out running, they have that energy to run and it just gets that energy flowing through their body and gets emotion throwing th- flowing through their body. But if we're just home all the time and sitting and moping, that's the energy that will stay in our bodies. And mm-hmm. that's when it's hard. That's when it gets like, that's when it's zero motivating to get up to move. And that's the mm-hmm. time that you need to get up to move. <laughs> right, So. Right. It sounds easy, and it is easy, but it just takes that one decision. Okay, let's fly through these. So the third one is um, just some thought work to avoid cortisol in your system that lasts at least two hours. So depression, having a depressing moment is different than a long time of depression. But one trick that I've learned is that when you have something, when you have a specific thought that comes to your mind that's negative or it puts you in a bad mood, For example, like if you're out driving and somebody cuts you off or something, you have the choice to have a thought that's like, I'm so mad at them, like they're the worst. And then you're going to feel that energy and that crappy feeling for at least two hours. Like your your body will release cortisol, which Mm. is just a chemical that makes you feel crappy. So, So if you can, if you're driving, say that same analogy, you're driving and someone cuts you off and instead you just say, 
oh my gosh, I hope they're okay. Like they're probably headed to the hospital. Like make up some kind of sob story for them to make your body feel like it's not that big of a deal to not get upset mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. It will, <laughs> it literally gives you like that much more better hormones within your body so that you're not even harvesting those physical hormones inside of you. So yeah, that's just like a simple way, just doing some thought work. So avoiding getting on Instagram and just having negative feeling after negative feeling or negative thought after negative thought or surrounding yourself with people who make you feel that way all the time. Um, just changing that one thought so that that cortisol doesn't get released in your brain is a big one for me at least. And I have to consciously think of that because it's hard. It's hard to just allow your natural brain to think what it wants to think. And mm-hmm. I just think that that helps. So That is so interesting though, because um, where it can live in your body for two hours, it just totally makes sense. Like if you begin your day pulling out Instagram or Facebook and then reading like some super devastating news or reading about someone like a scary story of someone's you know baby something happening to someone's kid or re or even just seeing something that makes you feel less about yourself like that can literally destroy your whole morning if it just lives with you for those two hours and so like just even avoiding that stuff in the first place yes yeah totally well and you can feel it too like you feel dragged or you feel like I've started my day like that with Instagram and I'm like, oh my gosh, why do I, why do I do this to myself? I'm like, mm-hmm. it just starts the day off completely wrong. But I feel, I think that that's exactly what you're saying. It brings on a chemical that we don't want to have in our bodies. So that's true. Don't even, don't even try to go there in the first place or avoid those things that cause that for sure. That's a or good on the point. other hand, like if you start your day with something that causes positive thoughts and positive feelings, then back and live in your body instead you know start your day with something that makes you happy yeah for sure I love that um number four is to get dressed or get out and um that's so simple get dressed or get out (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's what I meant no 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 nudity here no (laughs) okay get dressed or get out get out We need shirts that say that. Get dressed or get out. Or get out. People would see that and be like, what does that mean? I love that. Oh, man. Um, What I meant is you can either get dressed or you can get out. <laughs> like, get out for the day. Like, like get outside. Like getting out, you know, getting out and doing something. Um, I feel like even just having one thing in your day that brings like a sense of purpose to your day um, is so simple, but can just change the way you feel about yourself, the way that you feel about your day and the way that your day went. So even if it's just that you know that you're going to go out and take the car to the car wash. Like, that's my favorite excuse for getting out of the house. If I've just been stuck at home, like, cleaning and being mom all day long, if I at least am like, you know what, and I load up the kids during, this is my favorite thing to do during, like, witching hour, like, from 3.30 to 5, you know, like, that time period is so hard as a mom. My favorite thing to do is just put the kids in the car and go to the car wash and, like, 
something about getting outside, going to the car wash, and then having the positive oxytocin that comes from cleaning my car and having a clean car. And then we can go and grab like a a snack or a treat or something. Like even just doing that, I will clean the car three times a week if it means that I can get out with my kids and have something to do that feels important, you know? Totally. I used to get out like before. Get out. I can't I can't say that anymore. <laughs> I used to try to get out of the house by like 9 a.m. And it was like a big feat to like have that done. But mm-hmm. if it was 9 a.m. and I was dressed and I was out, it almost just like forces you outside even though you're staying in the car, especially when it's cold. Like getting out into your car and driving somewhere is a big feat. So mm-hmm. as moms, I think the days feel so repetitive or monotonous and I think getting out helps with that for sure I feel like on this same note like if you if nothing else if I am feeling just like groggy and crappy and disgusting the best thing I can do is just go into the bathroom dry shampoo my hair so it feels fresh wash my face moisturize my face put on lip gloss moisturize my whole body with my favorite lotion brush my teeth floss my teeth really well and then I feel at least like fresh, you know, totally. like sometimes totally. we just get thrown into being a mom before we've even had time to wash our face. And like <laughs> that simple act can just do like wonders for your mental state. Well, and it's interesting. I mean, we've talked a lot about soul care in our episodes mm-hmm. in the previous season. And I feel like a lot of this ties into that and taking care of ourselves um, totally helps with our mental health because we're, we're, we're feeding to other people's little tiny people's needs all day long, day after day mm-hmm. after day, and that creates burnout and depression. So I think that's important to note too. So that's perfect. Okay, and then the last one we want to talk about is just focusing on being in the present moment. Helps your mind to slow down. It helps it so that I have heard there's like a quote that's like when you focus on the past, um, it leads to depression. When you focus on the future, it leads to anxiety. And so that is so true. On the- <laughs> I feel like you just brushed through that, but that is like life changing when you realize that. <laughs> I you know? know. Yeah. Well, and it's like, if you think about it, like if you can truly, it's really hard to do, but mindfulness is something that I just have just completely dived into this last year. And it's crazy what our minds can do. It's amazing how powerful they are, but it takes a lot of self-control, a lot of, um, I don't know, to, to train your brain to be still or in the present moment does not come easy. We're in a world where it's distraction after distraction, and I think that it's really important to focus on being here right now and how even just our breath is so important. If we can sit and like close our eyes and focus on our breath, sometimes you can just like close your eyes and take seven deep breaths, and that will start your whole day over. So... Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I do sometimes is to kind of get myself back in that present moment is to focus on my five senses. So if you're Mm -hmm. kind of, if your brain is spiraling through anxious thoughts, like at night, so I get anxious at night too, but, um, if you're spiraling through anxious thoughts or you're having depression, depressive thoughts or things like that, if you just sit and you literally focus on your five senses, so like, what can you hear right now? What can you see right now? Even if you're watching your kids play, I mean, you can just put your phone down and be like, okay, they are so cute playing over there. Or Mm -hmm. I'm breathing in, like, if the crisp air outside feels so good, or this chair I'm on is comfortable. Like, think of the things that you physically can feel, touch, smell, hear, see, and our minds 
instantly slow down and focus on those things because we can't think, we physically can't think of two things at one time. So if you're thinking of what actually is in front of you, it'll slow your brain down and it's a practice you can do every single day, but it, it totally takes practice, even though it sounds easy. It takes practice to be present and um, it doesn't have to look perfect. It doesn't have to be a certain way. You don't have to be like this super woman of a mom and feel like you're this present mom who's always, you know, every every breath of your kid's life, I think part of it is just allowing ourselves to breathe and to recognize that, you know, where we are, what we're doing, and to just slow down for a minute and give our minds a break. So I love that so much. And I think I've recommended this book before, but it's probably been two years now at this point, which is nuts to me how fast two years went. But um, it's called Wherever You Go, There You Are. And, um, I'm gonna, hold on, I want to be able to say who it's by, but it's a book about literally just mindfulness and, like, living in the present moment. It's by John Kabat-Zinn. I know, I meant to send it to you. I'm gonna just bring it to you next time I drive through your area, but, um, anyway, it's a, it's a really good book. Um, it totally, like, I had never thought about this whole concept of just being mindful and being present until I read this book. And he talks about being able to step back and observe your life in a moment um, as if you're like observing like a movie or something and being able to just literally observe like what is currently happening instead of being in these like spirals of your mind moving like you said to the past or to the future or even speculation speculations like what is this person thinking about me what could this this group of friends might be hanging out without me or like all these things that our minds do it's it's sort of just like observing like what is exactly happening right now where you're at anyway I feel like I just repeated what you said but it's a really good book so I'll put a link to it I want to read that too that's awesome Hey mamas, it's Aubrey here. Are you feeling like you need a break from this thing called life? (laughs) Do you feel like you've lost yourself a little bit in motherhood or maybe you're trying to figure out this new version of yourself? That's why I started Anya. It stands for a new you again and it also means mama in Hungarian. It's basically like a gym membership for your mind. You get mindset tools to help with your mental health, group therapy with topics specifically for moms in all stages, workouts designed for the mom bod, guided meditations with mamas in mind, and a community of moms right in your back pocket. Everything is online, so you don't even have to leave the comfort of your home. I know as moms, we are the last person to put ourselves first, so I want to give each of you a free month. Yes, you heard that right. One free month. That way there's no excuse. When you take care of yourself, your entire family is better taken care of. It's the community you want to have in your corner and the self-care not only you, but your whole family needs. So just go to theonyaproject.com and use code MAMAHOOD to get in with your first month free. We cannot wait to see you there. We're so used to instant gratification and getting things so fast or having information at our fingertips that it does, it takes our minds, it takes our minds away from everything. And I think when we, we spiral because we're going too fast or focusing on the past. Mm 
So I think it's important to, to remember to slow down and give our minds a break. Like literally taking seven deep breaths, you know, to start over or going outside to watch the sunrise or sunset for two seconds, Mm -hmm. allowing our brains to just slow down for a second. Um, but also hugging your kid. Yeah. Or, but in depressing, yeah, totally. And in depressing times, sometimes the time feels like it's really slow or you just feel really foggy. And so I think it helps you get the clarity of mind too. So anyway, I love that. I mean, I think all the, all five of those things are, I mean, they seem so common sense, but I think just bringing them up and talking about them or even like getting dressed, like go get dressed, you know, like if you need that reminder, I remember my sister being like, go get your jeans on after having a baby. And Mm -hmm. I will always remember that because I'm like, it's so true. I needed to get up and go get dressed. And like, if anything, just recognize that we're cheering you guys on but go get dressed, like stand up. Like you're mm-hmm. the only one that can help yourself. And it's like, we're cheering you on. We want to be able to help you, but you have to, you have to get dressed. You have to get dressed or get out. <laughs> you have, you have to help yourself. Take your too. pick, get dressed or get out. <laughs> so mean. <laughs> even no, just, but, we, but I want to say too, like it, even if you're overwhelmed by like you, maybe you just had a baby and like you're overwhelmed by getting dressed at least change your clothes, you know, like at least change into something fresh and clean. And like, there's something to be said about that. But Or if that day you can't get dressed, like just breathe, like think of one thing you can do. Think of the bare minimum of something you can do. Everyone can like, I've been, I've had such, um, I had a crazy anxiety attack a few months ago and I, I've done all of this crazy mind work, which I know how to help myself get out of anxiety or depression, but it was one of those things where I was like, I can't get myself out of this. Hmm. And so I reached for that one thing that I could do. And it was literally just like a guided meditation for 10 minutes a day. And I would do it in my bed on my side, laying half asleep just because I could reach for that one thing. So if you have a bare minimal thing you can do, if it's get dressed, if it's take seven deep breaths, if it's like sitting in the square of sunshine in your house, whatever it is that you can grab one thing. If you're in the, like in the worst part of your depression or anxiety, grab that one thing, um, and have someone grab it with you. Like you need to have, you need to link arms with people that can be supportive to you and help you because it is so hard. We joke about the get dressed or get out, but it really is so hard. And it's something that, you know, for some day, sometimes it really is really hard to get dressed. Mm-hmm. And in those cases, just give yourself grace and breathe because you're doing such a good job. Amen. <laughs> Obs is so inspirational when it comes to this stuff. And I'm really, really excited for more of this super important, amazing content that she she's going to be writing, you know, the outlines for all these episodes and kind of bringing all of these topics to us every month and I am just really really excited even just this episode I've had like several aha moments and um, I hope it was the same for the rest of you so um, you can go and find Anya which is um, the Anya project Aubrey's amazing amazing project that's based on helping moms with exactly this like these seasons of depression anxiety sadness gloom um 
and where can they go and find that? Like, what's the, the best place to go? Yeah, so you can find pretty much everything on the anyaproject.com. Um, and then on Instagram, it's anya.project. But honestly, it's just a place for you to get help. It's a place for you to feel connected with other people who are going through the same things as you are. Um, I mean, I'm not here to push any kind of anything. I just want to reach out for that mom who is truly, truly struggling, um, who might who might just need that breath of fresh air, who, who needs that walk with a friend outside in the sun, who needs these simple things, um, but that, that help you so, so much. So that's where you can find all of the Anya stuff. But honestly, I mean, we just, we wanted to do these episodes just to give little bits of help wherever we can. And so if you try these things and they're helpful, that's, I'm just grateful for that. But just know that we love you and if you're going through any any of this hard stuff um we just brush through the basic surface there's so much depth that can go into all of this and we don't take it lightly I mean we we me and Mary really are really good at bouncing jokes and ideas back and forth but we truly truly are thinking about those of you who are in the depths of depression and anxiety it is so hard we feel you she's Marin's been through the same things as well and so We truly just want to help you in any way that we can. Yeah, we do. What she said. So, um, and we want to talk to you. So you can come and connect with us. I'll put our personal um, social media information down below too, as well as Anya. And then you can come and find us on on Instagram at the.mamahood too. Just come and find a community um, with us or with other moms who are in the same boat as you are in the trenches of motherhood right now and um if you had thoughts on this episode or had things that have helped you or that you want to add please reach out and tell us what those things are we love hearing from you and we will talk to you soon